made it to another episode of the Pipe Dream Podcast. This is a show that reveals the real and raw of tradesmen's stories. We get the truth from those who support the people who do the work. We also take a deep dive with resilience experts and those who do the heavy lifting, supporting the labor force. Listen for today's tale from the trench. Hello, my brothers. This is Nick Gemmel, the Awakened Tradesman. And the topic of today's episode is... Did you really just say that? Sit back and relax and listen to today's tale from the trench. Woo! I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but it is cold. I know everyone's talking about it, and uh, yeah. To a fault, I guess. Can't really control the weather. We all know that one, but you can sure have an opinion about it when it's minus 40. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So just got back up to work here in uh, beautiful central Alberta. And uh, I shouldn't say minus 40. I think it was just minus 28 there tonight. Just so Celsius for all you Americans running around listening to this. So yeah, just another week, and uh, man, all these all these stories just keep uh, keep popping up into my head. Uh, old past jobs, um, and uh, driving up here was uh, was another one. And uh, you know, this one this week, I gotta say, is bittersweet. Because, uh, you know, it's just amazing how, how all these stories just keep popping up um, in my life, but just in different, you know, in a different way. So the topic of today's episode, I said was, did you just really say that? So <laughs> I was working on a job. I promise we'll come back around. I'll come back around, but I was working on this job back in 2009. I was on this plant site for about nine months and uh, in Southern Alberta. And at the time, that was the longest I've ever been on, on any job. And making good money too. We had another welding rig on. Uh, eventually got a second welding rig on. So myself plus two other ones when I was in partnership with my uh, ex-brother-in-law and uh, on these other two trucks. So making <laughs> making some fat stacks. So it was, uh, it was really good to see. But <clears throat> where I'm going with the story is the... Uh, we got to the end of the job where we were just doing deficiencies and uh, Shell brought in another contractor to take care of the deficiencies. Um, <laughs> so it was a union contractor, not that it makes much difference. Uh, my thoughts on this has changed a lot since then on union contractors and nothing against it. 
um, they have their benefit. But at the time, my my attitude was "fuck you." Um, it's just the way that it was. And uh, so, working for a non-union contractor, union contractor comes in to do deficiencies. Great gravy, right? Weld a few brackets here, weld a few brackets there, change some piping around, and it's uh, the superintendent for this other company decided to get into it with me. <laughs> uh, we call it Main Street. Every plant's got it, right? So we were on Main Street walking, talking. And he's calling me out on production. And I'm going in a different direction than where I went last week. So he's calling me out on production. Well, they couldn't get their shit together to save their life. So setting up well joints, doing all of that. This contractor couldn't do it. You know? And instead of asking me what he, what I thought the problem was, because it's never his guys. So he just flat out attacked me during, you know, verbally calling me down in Main Street. At least I thought he was calling me down. That's how I took it. So what he's saying is, like, why aren't you getting more inches? Why aren't you doing this? <laughs> you know? And I explained it to him, but he didn't, you know, what I thought the problem was, but he just didn't hear it. And then basically called me can't, you know, this was over 10 years ago, 12 years ago now. Can't even remember exactly what he said, but it was along the lines of, you know, you're a shitty weld. Been on this plant site for nine months, not a repair. Been welding for Shell to that point for like three years. And, uh, He's calling me a shitty welder in a roundabout way. Where did I, <laughs> where do you think I went after that? I just went off on this motherfucker right in Main Street. Superintendent for the company that was responsible for the deficiencies. And I just went the fuck off right in Main Street. Didn't care. This guy was a, you know, he was a pretty big dude, tall, stocky, you know, probably three inches on me now that I think about it. <laughs> big dude. And I just went off. Screaming match right in, right on Main Street. Well, I drug up shortly after that, left the job. But what I didn't tell you guys in this is I just had a new baby during that job. 
close to the start of that project, we had a new baby. Along with that, you know, we were working just over an hour away. Instead of going home, I stayed near the plant site. And we got drunk every fucking night with a new baby at home, with a new mama at home, with my wife. And I stayed, drank every night, had good meals. You think that had a toll on me? Over nine months of that shit? Like I'm talking like drunk every night. When? should have been home so this guy can't remember the conversation exactly he may or may not have been coming at me the way i thought he was coming at me and i'm gonna venture to guess that no he wasn't and if but i was already in a fuck you attitude a defensive attitude And he might have been able to ask, you know, ask me anything, and I would have went off. So you can blame it on being a welder. Yeah, we got tempers. There's nothing to fucking do with that, though. Had to do that. I was out of alignment. I was running from having a new baby making excuses to stay and not drive home. Excuses like, I need to sleep. I need to do that. Was I really sleeping? No. You know, getting drunk, getting getting to bed, you know, midnight, sometimes later. I wasn't mad at that motherfucker. Just like when my wife left, when I went off on her, I was mad at myself. So the parable of, did you just say that to me? That's the question that I should have been asking myself. And why is this all relevant? this is what most of us do we're going to just default to the fact of fuck you quicker then we'll actually look at ourselves and wonder why we're getting all worked up getting wondering why we're getting so defensive and pissed off you know we got some guys going through the coaching group right now one of them in particular that's his go-to move 
no judgment. It is what it is. But here's the thing. He recognizes it and wants to get better. How many of you just go off and don't even think twice about it? Backhanded comments. Just telling your wife to fuck off. You know, just brushing your kids off and getting angry at them when they spill some milk on the floor. Like, there's a reason that's a saying. Don't cry over spilt milk. Because it doesn't fucking matter. And if you're getting worked up over shit like that, and if you're getting worked up over people asking you, did you do what you say you were going to do? Then you might want to look inside and realize that there might be a fucking problem. And it's not them. It's you. And this is hard to see. And it's hard to say. And it's hard to accept. But God damn it, once you actually realize that flying off the handle isn't going to work out for you so well. And why are you actually doing it? Like, who are you frustrated with? And most times, it's yourself. So I got to say, what can you do about it? Well, for one, recognizing it is the first thing that you can do. And number two, you can dive into what is my trigger? When I say that, like, what is actually pissing you off? Write that down. If it's somebody else, write it down. Then the next thing is, why do you think that's bugging you? Why do you think it's actually pissing you off? Like, yes, this thing happened. This guy cut you off. Your wife called you a name. You thought she was coming at you a certain way. Like, write down why you actually think that is. And then lastly, look at why, or sorry, look at your life. And where are you doing the same thing? So if you think someone's coming at you and saying shit to you, just take a step back and where are you just flying off the handle? Where are you calling people out? And once you do that, you're going to come to a, a realization. I can almost guarantee it. Because we do this on a daily basis in this 
in this movement. We deal with these facts. We deal with these feelings. And 9.9 times out of 10, it's you that is doing exactly what you're getting pissed off at somebody else for. So this superintendent, albeit, right, might have had a hard on for me. But most likely, he was just doing his job. He was just asking questions. And I took it personally. Because I was out of alignment. I should have been home. I should have been with my new baby. but I was running. So when somebody that I feel was calling me out, I'm just going to take you, I'm going to take you out, man. Verbally, physically, whatever it is. To me, that was easier than dealing with what was actually going on. So my challenge for you today is do that. The next time that you get, and it probably happened today, I'm just going to go out and venture that something probably happened today where something pissed you off. So, and run through that exercise. Run through that exercise and see what happens. So just get out a piece of paper, get out your journal, write that down, and run through those steps again. I can almost guarantee you're doing something in your life that you're getting pissed off at somebody else for. Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> but deal with it, man. And this is the... This is the best way that I've found to be able to deal with that. Being angry, getting flying off the handle, telling people to fuck off. Like I say, 9.9 times .9 out of 10, you're doing the same thing. So have a good week and let me know if that works out for you. Let me know if that helps or if you want some more tips on that, tricks. And if this resonates with you in any, any shape or form, please like, share, subscribe, and send it to somebody that you feel that would, that would benefit. That's all I ask. So have a good week, and we will check you guys later. Thank you for listening to today's Tale from the Trench. Follow us on Instagram and message us for a customized coaching strategy call to successfully live your oil-filled lifestyle. You can earn a fulfilled life. Check back next week to continue listening.